0: Good morning and welcome to the fifth season of All About Thailand and may I welcome Thailand and of course the rest of the world Well, I hope everybody is just fine. What I want to talk about today is uh, is the importance of the uh, Mekong River. Uh, As we know, it's a very fast-flowing river and an abundance of wildlife around it. And it really does support every community. So come on, let's do it. When we're actually thinking about about the Mekong, you know, it's 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 just has I suppose irreplaceable kinds of sort of riches, really. So if I sort of put it in in that sort of way, uh, you know, it's it's a spe- really spectacular natural sort of uh, wildlife and landscapes, and like I said earlier on about the the importance with the communities as well, and it, you know, it, it's such. A vast river, really. When you think about it, you know, from uh, China, Myanmar, Laos, uh, Thailand, Cambodia, the Vietnam. It, it's about sort of. I think they see something like two, two million acres, something like that. You know, it's it's, it's really um, it's a uh, a thing that I I read recently. Uh, it's just sort of it almost spans the, the 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 whole size, the combined size of Texas, and. Uh, Kansas, as well, so for the American guys, it really, really is uh, you know, it is amazing. And, and we're, we actually, we're, we're uh, uh, my family, uh, and my wife, and everybody all together, uh, we're, we're all we get about one harvest a year of rice, and and the Mekong River on that area, uh, you know, absorbing all those countries, uh, is. Nicknamed the, the the rice bowl of the world, and uh, quite rightly so, you know. It, and the whole thing about it is uh, is just just amazing. And for those of you that uh, have actually seen the Mekong River, you know, you are absolutely in awe of it. And uh, it's pretty nice living sort of directly opposite, uh, as I said, you know, from the uh, the backside of a home you can, we're back in, well it's back in front, we've got a property that's got uh, two fronts, but you look out onto the Mekong River early in the morning, if you've got something have like a coffee or something, and just, you know, some, and you've got Lao, which is obviously directly opposite, and you can ha- actually sort of hear Lao waking up in the morning, and uh, hear Thailand, and you know, it is really yeah, it's in awe, isn't it? it? What an amazing river, just beautiful. Well, the, the Thai people are really, really amazing, and uh, and and they they have a richness, uh, a real sort of community sort of spirit really and you know and people have lived on the uh, of the mekong for for more than four thousand years and to, today i suppose the mekong is is home to, to, to millions of to hundreds of millions of people uh, as i said from from literally you know all the way from china uh, from, from, from where it obviously Starts down to uh, down, right the way down to uh, to Vietnam. You know, it's uh, the the communities. You know, you got to, you got the, the the dry forest ecosystems, as they as it's called, uh, of Cambodia and Thailand, which is eighty uh, percent of the population from uh, mi- minority ethnic groups such as Jalai Khmer, Prong, Rangong, Ding, Sing, oi, and so on. You know, it, it 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 does go on, and 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 they, each one of these, uh, I suppose you could say, ethnic groups, are um, they have their own sort of uh, sort of customs, and traditions, languages, and beliefs. You know, and they they all interact with the environment in very very different ways. Um The prong, prong, prong. I trying to get that pronunciation right. For example, are the, the largest group and uh, heavily dependent on the forest, and they 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 are out in the, uh, the you know, living off the land, you know, and and as a self, you you've got like the the, the fishing communities, is I I you know, and 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 also as an example with regards to the village, uh, about uh, the the, the, the ceremonies, a uh, blessing blessing the river and um, there is like a long long boats uh, like a little race a real family event that's really really nice and really really enjoyable and uh, you know and there's there's markets so this is the same as everything around the world rivers are are just so important to, uh, it's that lifeblood that uh, everything to do with the community and food and, like I said, everything. Well, we've uh, reached that part in the show where I would like to uh, welcome all our new listeners, to the podcast. It's so lovely to have you with us and I'd like to put out a big thank you to all our existing listeners. It may sound a little bit echoey today, Is like these podcasts are actually done on the move and we're going around in different places and where I am staying today it is uh, particularly echoey. So anyway I want to talk more about, well, a little bit more, about the, the the Mekong River, the, 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 the threats the, the, the kinds of the river, the, the kinds of things that uh, you know that are living in the river the kinds of fish and and the resources, and then obviously a story. And I know how much you love the stories. Well, in in a sense, what are the actual sort of threats uh, to the Mekong? Well, it's the obvious thing, isn't it? Is uh, and it's in in the news a lot now. It's uh, it's climate change, you know, and uh, you know they are very vulnerable to the impacts of uh, climate change, which uh, you know and and, and projects uh, that uh, are be done can you know for example where. Uh, lead to sort of water scarcity and uh, that leads to sort of reduced sort of agricultural uh, productivity and and leading to sort of inevitably to food uh, scarcity, uh, unemployment and uh, very sadly sort of poverty really. Uh, You know obviously there's the the threats to to wildlife and everything that actually uh, depends on the, the Mekong River uh, you know and there there is obviously a lots of uh, laws in imposed at the moment with regards to uh, threats to to wildlife and uh, against uh, uh wildlife uh, sort of trade uh, But but then you know, it's like it's like those things isn't it? you've got also to contend with you've got the sort of deforestation and it's the degradation of the forests, you know uh, you know, the, the, the forest that covered the sort of greater Mekon has fallen uh, over the last few sort of decades since about, well, since about the 1970s uh, by over 55%, which is, is so it's a massive loss when you think about it to sort of habitat. And, and that's probably another sort of contributing factor to to climate change, you know, irrespective of... Uh, you know, of all the uh, the way things the way things are, you know, is it, you know, the, all these things together cause a, a massive impact. Wow, it, it, the kind of wildlife that's in and surrounds the uh, the Greater Mekong is pretty amazing, and, and I quite partial to partial to a Mekong river fish, the same as uh, all of you guys, I should imagine, are and will be in the future. But the, the, the greater Mekong is sort of, uh, around about sort of uh, 20,000 sort of species of plants. Uh, overall, it was like 1,200 bird species and uh, 800 different species of reptiles which uh, so, and amphibians, some of them, I feel like I've actually come across already. And uh, there's, you know, there's mammal species, I think look, reading here is something like 430. And over, you know, and with regards to, uh, to to the fish, there's uh, so uh, nearly 1300 different types of species. And uh, I have heard that there's, there's actually dolphins in the Mekong River. I'm not sure about that, you know. I, I, ha, I have heard this, but um, you know. So really, when, when you're thinking about it, you know, you, you, you've got uh, yeah, not only is it just beautiful to look at, it is uh, it's fun to 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 obviously people fishing, and uh, it's just fun in general. But the Mekong is just so really, really important. So anyway that's getting close now to the end of the podcast and so uh, I'd like to do a story and I know how much you love the stories. Well, this this story is an interesting one, and 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 uh, you have to remember culturally and uh, different types of food. So, so don't necessarily be too shocked. Um, uh, this is a, we all had like a little barbecue event right by the side of the uh, Mekon River, a bit further down, uh, in which we had the the famous Mekon River fish and everything else, and. And this is the bit where it starts to go and and you guys are going to go, ooh, this doesn't sound good. But it's it's all about trying different types of food and and it really isn't as bad, maybe, as it it sounds anyway. Um, Now, in Thailand, like in most other countries, um, uh, especially, well, let's say this particular thing, is rat. Yes, I've gone on to the subject of rat. Now, they actually like eating rat, and that these rats, they're not sewer rats, they, they are farm rats, you know, they are. And uh, it's, so they're very, very partial to eating rat. Uh, eating the rat, uh, eating gin, and nu is named for rat, yeah. So, uh, yes, I tried it. Um, I won't be eating it again, uh, it's like most things, um, you know, uh, but I have to admit, the resemblance to chicken is, you know, I could quite easily, except for maybe the colour. If I to put that in a bit of sauce and give that to you, and say that was chicken, you probably wouldn't, you know, you you, you probably wouldn't. Uh, so so that is um, quite well. How, how how does it taste? Actually, well, it was all right actually to be honest with you. You know, I, I had a couple of mouthfuls of it, and it's and it's really it's just this when when you're travelling around the world, it's just to say that you you've actually tried it. Uh, you know, I won't be trying it again, but um, but yeah, you know, all these different sort of foods. Um, one bit of food I I, I found really hard, to, and I, I I could not eat uh, in the Philippines. They call it balut. I can't remember what it's called in Thailand. Uh, it's uh, like a fertilized chicken's egg. So you've got like a little baby chicken there. My, my wife absolutely loves it. She loves eating that. But anyway, it's the end of the podcast. And thank you ever so much for listening. And like we always say, stay safe. Love you all.